Welcome to the Auto Body Source Podcast, your direct link to products, skills, and training for a rewarding career in automotive collision repair. Welcome back to the uh, Auto Body Source Podcast. Um, we're here again uh, with David Kidd, uh, Presta National or Presta Automotive National Sales Director. Um, we've hopped back on with him. Um, our last chat with David, uh, David explained three proprietary techniques um, that are pretty uh, exclusive to the Presta product lineup um, that were developed to uh, reduce cycle time. Um, and we focus on products, compound and polish. Today, David is back um, to chat with us on some specific um, tools, uh, not just uh, for any type of paint, but uh, particular to removing defects from uh, classic vehicle finishes. Um, it's a little bit different than some of the modern vehicles. David, welcome back. Uh, we're hey, glad to thanks have you. Thanks for having me. And, uh, thanks for having me. Love to, yes. so tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, so yeah, so so basically, you know, like when you walk into a shop, you know, you see a guy has a snap-on toolbox, right? And it's like, well, you really need a box this big with all the tools in it? The answer to that is, yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes you need this drawer and sometimes you need this drawer, um, tools that are in this drawer. And that's kind of what we have in the buffing world. You know, like, like you mentioned, last one, we talked about compounds and pads, um, you know, in this one, we're going to talk about buffing tools. So we've got a rotary, we've got orbitals, um, we've got gear driven. So different, you know, so different types of tools that we have uh, to our disposal. So that's what we're going to cover in this one. Awesome. Is what is this something that typically uh, detailers, are there things that they are misconceive or overlook when they're tackling a classic finish versus some of the newer technological clear coats and things like that? Sure. So it's funny when you walk into a shop, you've got old school guys, right? And they're like, I'm all rotary, right? And don't show me that newfangled orbital tool. I, I, I don't have anything to do with it. Um, you know, I'm not interested in it. You know, and then you talk to the younger generations, um, you know, and they're, they're kind of freaked out about, about the rotary, you know, but they're all about the orbital. And the reason for that is, is they're both right. Both of these, both of these guys, the old school guy that really likes rotary, that guy is correct in the sense that he likes the rotary because the strength of a rotary is its cut. And that's kind of what we, we covered last time um, with the hybrid system is, is utilizing the rotary for your cut. So a lot of guys really like rotary um, where these newer generation like the orbital because it's safer. And look, I haven't, I don't have the years of working with rotary. And in my generation, we actually had the option to choose rotary or orbitals and as a result of that look i never got good at rotary so you know in this podcast today i want to kind of talk to both of you guys both generations the old school old school guys and um you know and and younger generation um i'm not sure where i fit in probably more old school guy because of my age but but look i've mastered both of them and the knowledge that i've gained from that is kind of what we want to talk about here um, talking about tools. So just kind of jumping right in. So we've got rotary tool, you know, we've got the rotary where it spins on it on its axis around in a circle. And it's anywhere from, uh, you know, seven inch pads to nine inch pads. We have these type of rotaries and then you have orbitals and within the orbital world, you have a couple different orbitals. And so, and I, and I actually want to kind of talk to these for most cut 
all the way down to least cut, more polish, right? So rotary number one is your heaviest cut uh, that you possibly can get would be your rotary. Step down from, from that would be uh, a gear-driven orbital. And an example of that would be like the, the flex tool, uh, the gear-driven, right? It has to go in this motion because it's an orbital, but it's gear-driven. It has to go um, in this motion. If you push down hard, you won't stall out the turn. It'll continue to keep going. So that's the next most cut. And as far as orbitals are concerned, that's the best cut of all the different tools. And from there, you've got a 15 millimeter. Now that one's not gear driven. It's a, it's a free throw um, pad. It, it, it goes in a, in a 15 millimeter offset. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit, the offsets. So orbitals have an offset. So just like the rotary has, it spins on this, on this spline or this axis, what do you want to call it? The, the 15 or 11 or 21 uh, millimeters, we call it, is really the offset. So you have this part spinning, but the pad is connected over to here. So that's the how far it's thrown in that orbital offset. So the more that it's offset, the, the more polish you get and the less cut that you get, right? So again, rotary, next one would be the, um, the gear-driven. And I think that one's somewhere between 7 and 11 uh, millimeter offset. I'm not sure exactly, but somewhere between there. Uh, the next one would be 15 millimeter. That's, you know, 15 millimeters off. And then the next one would be 21. So that's the three different tools. So, you know, to kind of what I wanted to kind of talk about today is, you know, when is it the best time to use these uh, tools? Um, so with the rotary, um, I've got an example here of a of a Thunderbird that I had done. And this is real common. Um, you know, you walk into body shops and your A and B shops really aren't going this far anymore. You know, they try to do nip sanding, and I'll get to that one in a minute. But um, C and D shops, you know, guys that have you know older technology uh, spray booths, you see this more common. The other thing that you see with this is also guys that are doing um, like full restorations, right? Um, custom paint jobs. So with those custom paint jobs, look, nobody wants the orange peel, you know, in that system. So they're going to be sanding like in that picture. So um, using a rotary in that scenario would be absolutely the, the best uh, and fa fastest process. Now, my background previous to, to being here with Presta Products was actually uh, managing custom paint uh, for, for a paint company. So, if, uh, Brian, if you could pull that picture back up. Of the uh, yeah, thank you. So here's kind of a cheater thing. So look, when we're talking about buffing and that kind of stuff, there's certain things that we can do to actually make the buffing process even easier for us. Okay, so if you guys have a restoration shop, and this is normal, what you guys do is you cut the whole thing down because you can't have orange peel in it. It's got to be all flat. It's got to be flat sanded. I, un I totally completely understand that. And one thing that I learned back in my days of custom paint guy is if you have a car that looks like this, one of the best and fastest ways to, to get all the orange peel out so you're not spending all kinds of time on buffing is to is to spray the vehicle, you know, put two, two coats of clear coat, maybe three, don't start piling on clear coat, but go maybe two, maybe three coats of clear coat, sand the vehicle down with 800 because with 800 sandpaper, you cut it nice and straight. 1,000 will do the same thing. 1,500 starts rolling over the orange peel, and 2,000 really rolls over the orange peel. So 
you know, if you're in a body shop and you're taking out nibs, I love 2000 sandpaper because it leaves the orange peel, uh, takes out your nib, but leaves the orange peel. So you're not taking all the orange peel out because in a body shop scenario, you actually want that. But in a scenario where you're where you're completely blocking out because you're doing a restoration and the customer expects that, hit it with 800, get it completely flat, wipe it all down, and then hit it with another coat of clear, and that'll fill in your sand scratches, but the car will be really, really straight, really, really straight. And then from there, if you've got a nib or buff a little bit, that's actually the best way to go. So that's kind of a tip on guys that are doing restoration. Um you know, getting it through this scenario fast without having to buff the entire every inch of the car because you sanded like that. So, um, but with rotary, this is the best way to go. And I love the 21 because it gives a final appearance. Um, you know, next slide there, Brian. Yeah, it gives you a really nice final appearance as you see right here. So the 21s just really bring that gloss. Remember, I talked about rotary to the orbit to the uh gear driven to the 15 to the 21. The 21 gives you that best final, final polish. So that's what you can see here. So again, those restoration guys are doing old vehicles. Use your rotary at the beginning and then use your 21 at the back. Um, so that's the fastest way. And, and again, in this scenario, the best one to go with is the video we had, which we talked about last time, which is the Presta hybrid system, which talks about that in detail. And you could watch that video, uh, all the different speeds and all of that. Um, you know, again, jumping over to gear driven, right? So again, we're in that toolbox. Why would I need a gear driven, David? What, what, what's the purpose of that? Well, there's kind of two scenarios with that. If you have an A shop, so we kind of talked about C and D's with this overall car or a restoration shop. If you have an A and B shop where you're doing little nibs, and I'm talking little nibs, you know, a lot of guys say, you know, nib sanding, but it ends up being this big. Eh, that's not a nib sand. Nib sand is, you know, small, small, you know, kind of couple inches at, at max, right? If that's the case, that's where I would use the gear driven because that's going to have the torque to be able to cut through and take that out quickly. Because again, painters, you guys get paid to paint cars, not the buff cars. So the gear driven is probably the fastest way to go through. You could use the rotary, but again, if I'm nib sanding and I'm that painter, I'm using a gear driven tool to be able to take that out, change out your pads, go with a heavy cut at, at the beginning Go with the final polish at the at the backside to take out any kind of pad noise, and it looks amazing. The other scenario that I would use a gear driven tool would be, um, say you're in a body shop and you're repainting a car, but man, the rest of the side of the thing is pretty hammered. Um, so I've got a car here, an old Aston Martin that I'd done. Um, this is a three hundred thousand dollar car. It's a James Bond Q edition, and you can see here in this picture, um, the bright white dot is is my LED light. That's my snap-on light that's there. And in the background, you could barely make out as a Porsche 911 target top. So, look, I've got to get these scratches out. I'm probably not going to use rotary because the car is 300 grand. It's a Q edition, limited edition paint job, Q edition vehicle. I can't afford to burn the paint. So the detailer guys that are out here, you know, what's a good way to get in there and, and get that out safely? Well, is the is the, use the beast use the uh, flex tool beast to be able to cut all of that out safely, um, you know, around the edges and all that, and then I would follow it up with a twenty one, because when you take it to the twenty one, I can show you here in this next picture here, Brian. Yep, there you go. So that's after cutting out with the with the flex tool, and then the twenty one, and now you can see that nine eleven real clearly in the background. I did this entire vehicle. 
and I did it safely without burning through any of the paint. This thing was absolutely a mess. The guy who previously owned it was a, was a super wealthy guy. He had this car down in Florida. He would fly from New York down to Florida. He'd pick up the car. He'd run it through one of those whippy twirly uh, car washes, you know, with the nylon bristles, which can't believe somebody would do it to a car. But when you got this kind of money, I guess it doesn't matter. Right. So anyway, the car just was all beat. It was it was beat up pretty bad. And, um, you know, after doing the entire vehicle, Brian, show that last that third one there. The overall. Yeah, there you go. So here's the car all completely done. This is an absolutely beautiful car. Again, was able to get through that, but I used the gear driven, you know, to safely cut all through that. You know, you got some different edges and and whatnot that you want to, you know, be able to to safely be able to cut out. And if you're not comfortable with the with the rotary, this is a good one. But you know, this would be the good tool to use in this scenario. Some guys are, you know, could use rotaries on it. I could use a rotary on it, but man, back again, just the price of the car and you know. If you're doing a high-end vehicle like this, man, I, I just can't risk it. Taking a little more time with the orbital, that's where that that's where that tool works out really well. Um, the other tool that I see as far as orbitals and body shops, I see this a lot, is the 15 millimeter. And that one's great. It's kind of best of both. Um, it's, it doesn't cut as much as the gear-driven. It cuts better than the 21. It's actually on a smaller head, the head size, instead of being six on the on the 20, on the 15s, I'm sorry, on the 15s. They're a five inch as opposed to a six. So you got a little smaller, um, uh, you know, pad size that you're working with. The 21s, you could go either a five or a six inch pads on those. But on the 15s, it's it's a smaller pad. And again, because of the tighter throw, it gives nice cut. But man, they give amazing final, final finish. There are guys that finish out with a 15 and they're getting what, what you're seeing in all my final uh, pictures that I'm going to be showing today. So the guys are getting that out with a 15. Um that's a that's just a, that's an amazing tool. It's just it's a really really good tool. Rupus makes a great tool, um, the Bigfoot and um, the fifteen. Um, you know the other one is is the twenty one, and you know we've kind of touched on a little bit here with um, with the twenty one kind of showing that final results. Um, you know I'd done another vehicle. It was funny. This guy called me up to do this Packard twelve, and he says, "Hey, it's got some sand scratches in it." Okay. Well, when I came over to look at the car, basically he pulled it out of a body shop. They, they had done a great job painting it and he got in an argument with the guy because it was taking him forever to buff the car. And he didn't know if the guy was good enough to do it. So he just said, heck with it and brought the car home and called me and said, Hey, could you, could you finish this car? When I showed up that whole entire car, you see there, all those nooks and crannies and everything were all sanded in 2000. Kind of like that Thunderbird, like I showed at the beginning. So anyway, I want to kind of show this car because I used almost all the tools on this one. I used the rotary on the hood. I used the rotary on the back. I used the gear driven uh, for really hard to reach areas. Heck, I even used the 15 um, in some of the real tight areas around, around the wheel. And then I went over the entire car with the 21 to really give it that final, crazy, beautiful, amazing gloss. And I wish I had a picture of it beginning of it this thing sanded in 2000 but i do have a final picture of it brian show that yeah there you go so you can see the running board at the very bottom now uh, that's actually my reflection on the side of the car i mean you can see blades of grass and you can see the the uh flowers i mean that car just turned out absolutely amazing so you know some of you guys are looking at this thing and you know david you is you know we're a body shop you know we don't need to get a car this great and i agree and i agree but 
here's the thing about it is that these tools are, again, same reason why you have this toolbox with all these different different shelves of, that, 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 that have different tools in it. You know, those other tools that you have make your job faster, make, make you more efficient and be able to, to get there easier. You know, I always say, you know, you, could, you can saw, off an exhaust, saw an exhaust pipe off with a hacksaw, but to heck, it's a whole lot easier with a sawzall. So that's kind of the analogy of, of why we have, you know, of, of utilizing these tools to really make you more efficient, um, you know, kind of make the job just easier, but get that beautiful final result. Um, you know, and, and again, with the 21, I always like the rotary body shop guys. I like the rotary for your cut and I like the 21 for your finish. If you kind of just have those tools, if you watch my hybrid video, if you just have those tools that set that aside, every car that'll go out your, out your shop will be swirl free. I mean, it just will, you will not have any swirls in it. It will look amazing. Uh, even the place that where you didn't paint. So if you paint the front fender and the door, but you didn't do the back or the fence, you know, the, the back area that you didn't paint, you could take that 21 and just go to that door and 58 seconds to the door and 58 seconds to the rear quarter. Now the whole side of the car looks really great without having to grab the rotary, just get, grab the 21 and knock that out. It just takes off the car wash scratches. That's really all you need. Now the side of the car looks great, but you can get it there really nice, easy and efficient. So that's kind of that what is- I got for this one. You know, the next one, you know, Nolan, I talked at the beginning. I'd like to have you guys come back because the next one I'd like to talk to, look, the first one we talked about, you know, the different techniques. This one we talked about tools. And the third one would be, all right, base coat, clear coat, uh, synthetic enamels. What if you're using these old Deltrons? Like you got an old truck, box truck or something like that. And here's a real good one, lacquer paint jobs. Come on, dude. Who's doing lacquer paint jobs? Well, you know what? I've been buffing these things out like crazy. All these older cars that, you know, old Mercedes and old old Porsche and that kind of stuff. How do you handle those? What's the best way to, to, to deal with those without burning through that super soft lacquer paint? So we're going to kind of talk about that next time around. So Awesome. Awesome. David, this was really eye-opening. Um, and your expertise, of course, um, is invaluable. Um, Presta, a lot of people may or may not know, is is under the umbrella of Mar- Malco products. They've been around yes. for uh, 70 years. I think this is yep. your... 70th anniversary for the company. That's correct. Uh, you guys are also going to be at SEMA next week. We will. So, we'll be in the uh, we'll be in the West Hall. Um, that's the new hall that's all the way to the left. You got to take the, what is it, the Tesla car. You can take the Tesla car underneath or whatever the heck it is. So that's kind of cool. If you guys are going to SEMA show, try out that Tesla ride. It's kind of neat. Um, but, yeah, we'll be in the uh, West Hall. 54107 is our booth number. It's actually kind of a cool haul. It's um, again, it's brand new. They've they've got the adventure rigs over there, so that whole new, you know, thing of um, you know guys taking jeeps and that kind of stuff and kind of going off road and having everything self enclosed, you know, self contained. It kind of shows those cars, so it's kind of neat that kind of stuff. I'm doing the same thing, but on a motorcycle, so I do a lot of adventure riding. But um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's a it's a great show. It's a uh, come on over and see us. It is kind of a little bit off from the main uh, central hall, Hot Rod Alley, but come over and see us. And um, if you got any questions, uh, myself and as well as a couple other guys will be there to gladly answer any questions. Awesome. We, we definitely will look to uh, swing by and check you guys out there um, out in Las Vegas. David, thank you for uh, hopping on with us again. Uh, this you is bet. always a pleasure. And uh, we'll Thanks. look forward to the, the next episode where we're uh, 
cover right a couple on. more techniques from you. Cool. Stay tuned, guys. Thanks. The Auto Body Source podcast is a production of the Auto Body Source, published by International Auto Body Marketing Group. For three decades, the Auto Body Source has connected repair solutions to collision shops across North America. In continuous publication since 1992, we differentiate ourselves with a publication that's a direct resource for auto body products and brands to the warehouse, the jobber, and body shop technicians, servicing over 17,000 jobber customers each year in the U.S. and Canada, as well as Bermuda, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Bahamas, and the Caribbean. For more information, visit www.autobodysource.com.